All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the crispy brisness. Fuck. Damn it, Jen. Brisness. That brisness, man. Tell you the crispy brisness. <laughs> We're right here in Brizzy. <laughs> Brizzy, South Florida. You always get a little dizzy in Brizzy. It, it was very windy over the weekend. It was. It seriously was. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Welcome to the crispy business, bringing you all of the crispiest crunchiest news you can fit into a comic shop i'm just a young girl trying to piece my life back together after some internet terrorists erase my identity and frame me for the murder of my colleagues anthony man you you're, you're a just a little girl a whole bunch there i'm brian i'm for the first time in a while kind of really confused but it's okay because i'm gonna win second place in a miss america pageant joe okay i don't Come on. The magic's practically there, Jen. No way. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Come on. And I'm definitely afraid of crickets. My name is Jen. No, okay, then I don't know what I'm talking about. And you fucked up practical magic. First of all, mine was the net. Okay. Yeah. And it's a Death Watch beetle. Okay, Jesus look. Jesus Christ. Crickets. They took the sound of a cricket. Wow, one bug is the same as another bug. What are you talking Harley Quinn over here? (laughs) Yeah, so I got the Sandra Miller from the first one from the net. And I was very excited about it. Then I looked over at Brad and I was like, what? Oh, I was just commenting on he's, he's always a little girl. always a girl. Oh, okay, because I was like, how did I not? Do I not that's know a Sandra young girl, Bullock not little girl. Movie? Yeah, but Sandra you are, was so young. You are so many girls every single every week. weekend and week we out. Just a girl just in the a girl. world, Brian. I'm gay. <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. Women were our, our things we looked up to. Oh, no, fair <laughs> enough. Think about it. Young gay boy in the 90s. Young little gay lady in the 90s. Who am I going to look up to? Badass action dude. I knew I wasn't. Or just a bunch of strong-willed women who weren't going to take no shit and fight uphill in a society that wasn't made for them. Boom. Dolly Parton. Basically, I was going to (laughs) say, it's basically anybody who I could slot into nine to five was an idol for me as a kid. What's funny is as you were saying yours, I was like, ooh, I can go with the net with Sandra Bullock. And then he kept on going. I was like, damn it, it's the net from Sandra Bullock. (laughs) You ever see the net, Jen? Nope. It is... It's it is not as bad as hackers as far as not knowing how computers work, but it's damn oh, close. Oh, it's real bad. <laughs> oh, it's real bad. <laughs> it's, it's real it, bad. It, it, it's an early Sandra Bullock movie. Let's just put it that way. Okay. And it's also an early interpretation of how hacking works. Oh, yes. no. Um, the, my favorite part is if you if you watch uh, Movie Magic, from an old Discovery Channel series, they actually talk about that because you don't think about it, but like back then it was hard to actually put fake things on computer screens in movies. They had to have a... So she talked about how she took a bunch of uh, typing classes, computer typing classes for the movie, and so she was just typing like the most obscene shit. And the guys behind the scenes who were putting the fake stuff on the screens were seeing it all. And she was like typing about like, she's like, I have an any nipple, like any kind of weird thing. She would just type. And she's like, you could hear them in the room laughing their like their asses off. <laughs> the net, you should what, watch the net. Yeah, the net was a, it was a gem. Not as inaccurate as hackers, but damn close. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was missing Angelina Jolie's boobs, though. Yeah. That, that definitely could have improved it. But you know what it had, much like hackers? The misconception that a computer screen will perfectly project what is on it uh, onto your fucking face. Yeah. <laughs> which we believed all the way until the Matrix. Yeah. That is fair. not how those screens work. Nope, nope it's not. <laughs> hey, nope, if the not. room's dark enough and you use a projector onto your face, it works perfectly. And you have <laughs> a, a searingly blinding light behind that computer screen. Oh, yeah, a projector. Yeah. <laughs> There's no screen in front of it. It's just a projector, and your face is the screen. <laughs> so, uh, all right, well, uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's get into uh, this week's Kamax. 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 
they're, they're, they're hammocks, but you can read. Okay. Yeah. You know, like a regular hammock where you can also read. <laughs> but comics, it's specifically for, it's actually made out of pages of comics. It's actually mm-hmm. comics woven together. Yeah. Okay. Watch yeah. out for the staples. Yeah. yeah Recycle, exactly. reuse. Of course. Of course. Instead of an Ikea <laughs> table, it's, you know, it's it's a, it's a rope. Wide it up, yeah. Jack. <laughs> Recycle, reuse, we think. We'll go with that's what it was. All right. <laughs> uh, so how about you, Jen? Start us off this week. Okay. Well, this week I read Jessica Jones, Blind Spot number one. I really enjoyed it. Is this a um, is this a mashup between Blind Spots and Jessica Jones? No. Oh, well, then never mind. I'm not interested anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's this about? Um, so what we have is Jessica Jones and... She all right. So she's basically hanging out with her. I believe this. They're still married. Her mm-hmm. husband at the park, and they're having a nice day. It's like, well, you know what? I'll meet you at home. I gotta go check the office. I've got some meetings. Boom, dead body. Uh, and then five <laughs> seconds later, boom, it's the police. You're under arrest. Um, just and another day in Jessica Jones. This is literally how every one of her series <laughs> yeah, starts yeah. off. So, <laughs> so surprise, surprise, they think she did it. Um, She's like, I didn't because it was just there. Um, and the whole, so the whole, the reason why it's called Blind Spot is her idea that like she looks at the world a certain way as a private investigator, but you're always going to miss things. Correct. And it's those things that you miss that come back and kick you in the ass. And it turns out the dead body is from a case like six years ago um, that went cold. Not so much, it was a cheating boyfriend case, but she found the boyfriend cheating. She took the pictures and then she couldn't find the woman anymore. Um, and that's the oh, one that's actually directly on the from her first series. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, huh. yeah, uh, she's interesting. I will read. I was already going to read it, but it's a lot of fun. Um, I really like how they portrayed her. Her writing's good. I, the arts, I enjoy the art. It's pretty standard. It's not going to blow you away, but mm-hmm. it, they, it looks good. It yeah. does look good. Um, and so, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, Matt Murdock gets her out of jail. That was fun. Okay. Nice. Like always. He's the yeah. one who always gets her out of jail in the <laughs> comics. Um, it's a pretty standard story. Uh, I, I do enjoy Jessica Jones. I love mystery stories. but and she, I feel like some stories, some characters, they go too heavy on the noir. And it just doesn't do it for me. Okay. Uh, on the cover, I see it says parental advisory. What's the parental advisory in there? Bullshit. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing. I mean, I, mean, I guess the Was it that word? body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, out of... There's nothing in there that's really not for kids. What you're saying is there's no backdoor banging in it. No, there's no, there's no sex. The woman who's dead is just on the floor, and you can't like see her face. There's like no like blood anywhere. It's very like that's weird. I think almost all Jessica Jones books have had parental advisory written on them since she came out. The first two Alias ones earned it. Yes, they did. Oh well, yes they did. With some backdoor banging and a lot of drug use. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which maybe none of that's in there. They might put that in there, or they could just put that in here because they know that people read this. They might go back and read the other ones that earned. (laughs) (laughs) Because the other her first two titles were max titles. Yes, Yes, they they were. Which I don't even think that they don't have that line anymore, do they? They, they do the Punisher. Flirt- that's right. That's right. And they are flirting with bringing it back that's right. this year. Apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a there's talk. We're not going to find out until Comic Con. Remember how mad everybody was at the Nick Fury one? 
I and know. I was, like it was a great book and it was just one of those weird like people are like oh how could he want to you know how could he be with all those hookers how could he be doing all this bad stuff like it's Nick Fury I miss the Max line I miss, oh, I I miss Punisher Max Luke Cage Jessica or Alias Alias yeah I love Deadpool Max and you find out that Blind Alfred was a spy I miss the Max line so much and Marvel Knights Marvel yeah. Knights was amazing oh yeah they so took yeah, things anyways. to the max. Yeah. This is not that. <laughs> <laughs> there's no sex. There's li- really no violence. Um, it's all very by the book, by the numbers. Um, it's good, but yeah. it's not going to wow you. It's not going to blow you out of the water. It's like you were saying, it's a pretty traditional first episode. Yeah. Okay. Um, fish, first issue. Excuse me. Yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to read same it. thing. No, <laughs> I enjoy the Jessica Jones books every time yeah. they put them out. Oh, the, wait. The I forgot how it ends. Awesome. So apparently that's... I'm sorry. I'm, I have to take all of that back because she gets shot in the head. Oh, well. And that's how it ends. <laughs> yeah, she'll be fine. <laughs> so that's why it's... <laughs> and this is when she learned she has a healing factor. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so uh, she, that's how she learned she had a... She was bulletproof. Uh, actually, at the beginning of the next episode, she's probably blind. Well, from oh. they know. Okay, like no, they like shot her in the head. Yeah, I know. Um, and to be fair, it looks like maybe we'll look at magic next if you issue if you look at the issue cover that's for the preview. But then again, so. it's an issue cover, and sometimes that doesn't mean shit. Yeah, but it, that's why it's that's why it's not for kids. No, the the true crossover is actually going to be with Batman. So you're going to find the Lazarus Pit yep. and bring her back. There you go. That's what it is. All these years, they're going to attempt another DC and Marvel. It's going to be for line. Oh yeah, that's for next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, cool book there. I, I'm sure you uh, have enticed some people, especially Anthony. So nicely, nicely done. Why not? You, you okay there, Anthony? You looking through the you microphone? You never went to look through it to see the honeycomb pattern? No, that it's actually a lot I, of I, did, I did that one week, over the first week we got there. I do it every week. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's just really weird to me, just looking over at you, and you're just like, Where, where's your face? <laughs> so, uh, so speaking of where's your face, uh, Anthony, what did you read? <laughs> I read Rising Sun by IDW. I um, want to read that. Didn't know it's part of a board game. Okay. It's part of a tabletop game. All right. Which explains my one... Pr- I really hate a book that just starts. Uh, starts off in the middle of something. I don't know any characters. They're in. It starts in the middle of a battle. Yeah. I assume some of them do not like each other. And then a character almost dies that I don't know. So I don't care about him. But the part I hate about that is when you do that, you at some point in the book have to halt the book to, to have explain. an intro page. Yeah. And it does it. The most intro, it does it with each panel for one character in the middle of the story. And I'm like, ah, oh, I fucking hate this. Um, it is definitely written by a person who is a very big fan of anime. <laughs> <laughs> it is every anime trope. You've got like just every anime character in every trope you could think of. <laughs> Apparently the game is moderately popular. I didn't know that. This one has, like, zero, it fucking has barely any dialogue in it. It is the opposite of the book we'll be talking about today. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's our big book. Um, it just reads super quick. Apparently, at the end, though, you can, it has some content and some new additional modules for the Yeah, for the game. game. So that's cool. Yeah, it says game modification for inclusion of ninjas. I actually think that maybe I'd like to play this more as a tabletop game than read the comic. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, whatever. I don't know. I don't like when... Literally, it starts off that cover. It starts off in the middle of that battle. Yeah, I started flipping through one or two of the pages. And it's like, and oh, right. okay. In fact, that cover is a page in the book, <laughs> which I also don't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, oh, okay. 
It's like, and that character might die. That character who? Because I don't know who they are yet. <laughs> <laughs> cool. There's a whole bunch of weight to to something that you didn't even realize had mass. Yeah. Let alone weight. Exactly. <laughs> well, and apparently there's a whole bunch of weight to all of them meeting together because they're a team. Uh-huh. And it's like, well, I didn't choose you, so don't think that I won't kill you. But why? What is this? What is this? Mm-hmm. Because I don't know anything yet. At least give me, even though I shit all over Last God for it, give me, at, if you're going to do that, give me at least <laughs> one page of, by the way, this is the world it's in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would prefer you not do that. Prefer you just tell the comic correctly. Mm-hmm. Maybe <laughs> if I had played the game, that wouldn't be so confusing. Because apparently, I looked it up. One, this book was supposed to come out in November. Okay. To coincide with a big event in the game. Uh-huh. So January, Aces. Um, apparently, this is picking up in the middle of a module currently coming out in the game. Uh, so that's why it starts like that. It's, you had to have been playing some of the module to understand this issue, which I think is not a good way to sell a comic. I was just about to say, that's not a great way to sell a comic, cause, especially for an indie comic, because I, 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 I tend to see that indie comics usually make their buck or make their make their readers uh, for trade paperbacks. Yeah. Once a trade comes out, everybody's like, oh, it's all collected. I'll read it now versus one at a time, especially if it's the first arc of it or whatever. So, yeah, I don't know how well it's going to lend, you know, what was it, yeah. six to eight months from now when the trade comes out. It is only three issues. Okay. All right. Because um, I, I actually had to, after I read it, I actually sat here. I'm like, I got to look up now that I realize it's a game. Mm-hmm. And that's when I saw it. It's supposed to be November. Apparently, it is a part of a thing happening now in the tabletop game. Um, because I guess they release a lot of updates online for people, players to, like, print out themselves and implement. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, for me, like, oh, if you give me a good comic book and I find out it's part of a game, I might play that game. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's why it's uh, being made into a comic. So, so there you go. <laughs> All right, cool. That was uh, Rising Sun number one. Bye. That gets only one crispy from me. One, one. <laughs> one minor sizzle. One sizz. One Not sizz. even a sizzle. Yeah. Just gets a sizz. Ooh, ooh. And Jen, what about you? What, what, what uh, Jessica Jones, what, what kind of sizzling? Crackling? Retroactively applied his rating system I just now thought of for no reason at all. <laughs> we also did it. We also did it two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she wouldn't know. <laughs> I was here two weeks ago. She was here two weeks ago. I didn't say she wouldn't know. I said she wouldn't know. <laughs> um, let's see. I think it's pretty crunchy. Feels crunchy? Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's not bad. That's not bad. So not since just talking about him? No. No, that's nice. It's not soggy at all. All right. And now, Joe, what did you read this week? So, uh, as humor would have it, uh, I was going to read Rising Sun, and Anthony read that, and I was going to read Jessica Jones, and Jen read that, and I was going to read the book that you're actually going to be doing as well, and you read that. And <laughs> so then Jen, in her infinite wisdom, brought me, brought me the joy, that which is True Believers, the criminally insane Mandarin number one. Also known as the most wordy book ever. Oh my God, it's phenomenal. Hang on, you're going to hear, you're gonna, I'm just going to read you guys a small excerpt from something that y'all know that I hate. Uh, hang on just a second here. We're just going to get this. This is on the inside of the front cover, so it's technically the, the first, you know, the cover of the original book, essentially. Yeah, yeah. We have a favor to ask of you. Do not start reading this tale if you're in a hurry. It should be read slowly so that you will savor all the drama, all the suspense, all the sensational, fantastic developments to the fullest. Blah, 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 blah. You're going to see some really dumb crap because it's still Iron Man. And it goes on for like two paragraphs. Oh, that was just like the first <laughs> sentence in two paragraphs. I, uh, yeah, go ahead. You on. know what I don't like about the way they're doing True Believers now? 
That's not what that book was called. That's no. an issue of Iron Man. This is an yeah. issue of Iron Man. And, and th- when they first launched True Believers, they were like, yeah, it's just this. I don't like that they've started. I think they started around the time of um, releasing the Venom stuff last year. I, I think Let's just read the book. As soon mm-hmm. as they started releasing facsimiles sold, and the facsimiles sell at three ninety nine and four ninety nine, they didn't have to do that type of Marvel milestone. Like, yeah. So uh, basically, it's same old garbage with the Mandarin and Iron Man. I mean, really, like, I don't know how to explain it aside from I hate Iron Man. We all know I don't like Iron Man. So, like, I'm reading it again, and I'm like, wow, I've already read the story, and I remembered hating it when I read it back then. <laughs> and, like, really, it's just the two of them going back and forth and just back and forth. Ah, son, I got some rings, like, man. Like, yeah, it, it, has, it has one of the backup stories. It's the Iron Man, no one escapes the Mandarin. So it's like, I think it's, ah, crap, I can't even remember which issue this is. Mm-hmm. But it, it's just another one of those, the Mandarin's kind of winning. He kind of sort of wins, and he doesn't, though. Iron Man's still alive at the end of both of the issues. He still stops him. I will say, though, fabulous rings. They The color in these looks phenomenal. When you see well, the rings on his hand and he goes to bitch slap Iron Man, I was like, yes, well, of course I live for that. He only kind of almost wins. That's, that is literally the history of the Mandarin. I know. He always kind of almost wins, it's, but never quite. Right? Like, it's just, it, it's a great, cl- I love classic cheesy books. I just don't like Iron Man, so... You know, like like normal, I didn't like this one that much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm, all in all, I would say as far as true believers go, visually, the color is beautiful. They did a great job, you know, making it look very, very nice. Uh, the one thing I am sad about is, especially because in the MCU, they actually established that there is a Ten Rings organization yeah. that is led by a real Mandarin. And I wonder if we'll ever get that now. We are. Yeah, that's what the plot, the villain of Shang Chi is. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, Shang Chi, right, the Legend go, of the Ten go. Rings, and they're ca- they've actually already cast their Mandarin. That's right. I forgot about that. I was like, man, I was re- I was just thinking about it before. And I was just like, oh man, I really want that to come back. This issue reprints Tales of Suspense fifty and Tales of Suspense fifty five. Yeah, cool. Sorry, it just it just you know, yeah, you just saw yeah, it. just yeah, yeah. I flipped to the very very back. Like, oh, just, that's right. I just hate that they renamed it. Just name it Tales of Suspense I or know. just or something. I don't, I don't know. Understand yeah, yeah, yeah. It. yeah. I really don't get it. But I will say one of the best things about this book, though, is on the inside of the front cover. The Dodson cover for FF is on there as a It's great. And it's beautiful looking. Yeah, that is really nice looking. I am looking. really looking forward to X-Men Fantastic Four number one. So, you know, hopefully that's good. Agreed. All right. Cool. And then that leaves just me. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, that's right. What was your rating? Uh, this okay. is still a cold tater tot that is not sizzling in any way. Wow. Shape, or form. Okay. So at one point it was... Is no, it, like this is, is frozen like frozen or still. Oh, it's frozen. Like it's so frozen that when you put it in, you know, like everything should have be sizzling, everything should be, but it up. totally messed everything up. Oh, okay, so what you're saying is so like even though this tater tot was made in the sixties, right. it still wasn't never even made. Then. It still wasn't even made. Yeah. It was Freezer burn tater tot. Freezer yeah. burn tot. It was never crispy even in the sixties. All right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Fair. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. All right. So yeah, that leaves just me. Uh my book this week is the question number two. Yeah, I wanted to read that. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually really good, and it's very quick. It was a very quick read. I flipped through it. No dialogue in that, really. There's hardly any dialogue in this. Um, the art style is all I... Because, you know, the art is done by, uh, you know, Sykenowitz. Uh, I, can, I can never uh, pronounce Sankowitz. his name. Yeah, Sankowitz, Bill. Um, and I can only describe this art style as using... Microsoft Paint and only using the airbrush tool. You know how good that yeah. is. Because <laughs> there is just a whole lot of splotches and and nothingness to it. I mean, it's a it's a it's still a fun book. Um, they definitely uh, they definitely take the the what is it the what is this thing called? black label 
No, no, no. Like, like the question and then colon, whatever the hell it is. The Does subtitle? Yeah, subtitle. Yeah. They really take the subtitle of The Deaths of Vic Sage very literally because this entire issue is about a previous death of his. Oh, cool. So that's, in, well, that's why it's a Western. Okay. It's entirely a Western. Um, is Jonah Hex in it? No. What? No. What? I was, what? I was uh, expecting it. What? He's not. What? You um, gave me a demon I mean, horse in the previous issue. Now he's in the West. I don't have a fucking... But you find out where he gets the mask. Oh, you cool. find out uh, the enemy, his true enemy. You find out all the cool stuff like that originally happens. What, what are you smiling about there, Joe? Gets the mask. Yeah, I know. Ah. Yeah. Is it from the god Loki? <laughs> it, you know, it, it, it's another amalgam title. Somebody yeah. stop him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was actually, a like I said, it was a quick read. It was very fun, though. Um, I really did appreciate it. And at the very end, because at the end of last issue, he falls asleep and he wakes up. and um, Or not even falls asleep. I think he gets shot or something. Yeah. But then he passes out and he sees a Western world. And then the very last pages of this, uh, he wakes back up and he's in his bed at his thing. And he goes, huh, that was a really weird dream. But it feels like it wasn't. <laughs> so I think he's also remembering what's going on. So I think he remembers who his true enemy is, which you find out in this. That's so cool. It's very good. Very good book. It's, uh, I never knew much about the question beforehand. So this is a very good primer for me. And even though I don't know much, it is still a very good explanation and will, showing me. I will let you know. Yes. This is a very different take on the question. Okay, cool. Uh, it's, some of it is there, some of it is not. Yeah, is it, but it's a, I know a lot about the question. That's a yes. cooler take on the question. And, 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 I kind of wish that was yeah, how it really is. And that comp- makes complete sense because it's Jeff Lemire. Yeah. And he's, he likes to retell tales anyway. Yeah. So, and also this is, especially if it's not his real uh, origin, it's a black label, which makes perfect really sense. I would really like a Jeff Lemire black label Jonah Hex book. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Well, uh, this the second issue of, if, if it had better art, I think it'd be great. Uh. <laughs> you know, that style of art would work for Jonah Hex. He's got yeah. that Mickey Rourke melted face. Oh, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> uh, but on the crispy crunchy scale, uh, I would give this a uh, um, McDonald's French fry 10 minutes afterwards. Oh, okay. So it's not it's not the best fry ever, but still you know, edible. it's still edible and it's still not bad. You know, it's still pretty good. <laughs> And the bag was left open too, so oh, they cooled down oh, a little bit. Me. Yeah, I am like I fucking tighten that bag up like Fort Knox. Yeah, like a, like a week or so ago, Jen and I were coming home from this and I had to stop off at McDonald's. And, two uh, weeks ago. Oh yeah, two, yeah, two weeks ago. ago. And we uh, first we went into a Cumberland, but they were, couldn't get the thing. And as soon as she dropped me off, I instantly grabbed my bag and I was like hot footing up the stairs. I'm like, I can't let my fries get cold. I haven't had fries in so least like McDonald's fries in so long. I gotta get into the house right now and instantly get ready to eat them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, my half life is going down on these things. McDonald's fries are the best when they still have they are still burning and you're yes. just like putting them in your mouth. You're just like <gasps> That's why I, they're the best. That's why way. I use my ketchup. Yeah. Ketchup cools it all. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. So yeah, question number two. That's great. <laughs> McDonald's French fry. Not the freshest, but not bad. Not, not, not bad. Exactly. So, yeah, that, that'll do it for um, our what we individually read. That brings us to our group comic, which this week was Iron Man 2020. 2020. You can finally see. Mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> uh, so <gasps> what did you guys think of this book? <sighs> God, why? I don't like any of the. So for any of you guys who don't know, this is about Arno Stark, who is like, Tony Stark's adoptive brother from another dimension. I want to say he popped out of Armor Wars or something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like in the 90s. And now mm-hmm. they're doing this thing because 
in this alternate dimension in the year 2020. You know, the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the future is now. I, I never liked anything that had Arno Stark in it. Same. I don't like it now. I'm not going to lie to you, told them. I actually fell asleep twice while reading it. I don't know if you looked over and noticed, but there was twice where my head just went, nope, nope. I was like, nope. <laughs> um, Joe, you had a sweet double dosing of Iron Man this week. I still don't like Iron Man. Uh, <laughs> this book was, oh God, it was so boring. Yeah. Like, I, if this is Marvel's new shtick to do, I mean, they should stick with the bitch that walked in and took the collar off the cat. That's what they should stick with because that was interesting. Yeah. Like, well, Jen was reading it. She was like, who is this? I'm like, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> it's not Iron Man. So it's we not Iron Man. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like it, it, Arno talking to the two AI parents and it acting like they're real. I was like, what? Like, like you're working out your, your freaking issues here, bro. Just put that stupid suit on and go stop somebody from doing something bad. Go save that construction worker from being up too high in the sky, building stuff when bad things are happening. I can't do this. I had forgotten about the gears. For his arms, so I had dumb. completely forgotten uh, about that. It's because so it's twenty twenty. Yeah, exactly. It's you know the the future. The future. <laughs> I know I'm just a hater. Oh, they're even Iron thicker Man. in Yeah, there. I had Jesus. to open it up so Brian could see them. The, the gears are ridiculous on the arms. You should definitely yeah. take a look at this cover if you haven't seen it yet. Um, and inside, so much better. Uh, but it's just it's not fun. Mm. I wasn't enjoying reading this, and I usually like if, even the last couple of years worth of Iron Man. As much as I may not love <laughs> Iron Man that much, mm-hmm. I like Riri. I like a lot of the weird crap they were doing when they when Iron Man was dead. Yeah. You know, like I thought a lot of it was kind of like cool, you're moving forward. And and now this, like You're moving back into the future. Like, yeah, I'm like I don't I don't I don't know. I just I'm a hater. I think I'm just a grouch about Iron Man and so everything is already sullied <laughs> for me. So this would have been a better book if it was a Riri Williams book. Yeah, actually. Okay. Oh, she would have been a way better character to have this happen with. All right. But I, she also wouldn't have done the stupid things that Arno has done. I wouldn't curse her with that book. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Riri deserved more than that. What did you think, Jen? As someone who's a little bit newer to the Iron Man Actually, stuff. this is, I think, probably... This could quite possibly be my first Iron Man book. Okay. Cool. Outside of like him being in Avengers or something like that. Mm-hmm. I've read books he's in, but I don't really think I've read a, an Iron Man title. Okay. Um... I can go quite a while not reading another one if it, they're all like this. <laughs> I, it just, I, I did not catch on that his parents are AI, um, which just muddies the water on everything. Because then he's being, a, I don't need, I don't need Howard Stark to be brought back in any form. Um, I think it's just, no, it really just, just the only thing that I really viscerally like viscerally reacted to was when the woman comes into the <laughs> science lab and there's a really cool professor cat. And then she's like, well, I'm sorry, professor cat. Your uh, caller is Stark technology. And she just takes it off the cat. I was like, no, it turns out the, the cat isn't actually like super interesting. It's the caller. <laughs> the caller was AI. Yeah. yeah. But which only made me <laughs> transfer Shapiro, my no. interest from the cat to, to the her. Caller. <laughs> <laughs> She was the best part. She was the best part of she that was book. The, the, oh, you know she's putting that collar on. Yeah. <laughs> Issue two. She's like, I'm no, a I think she hates doctor now. So the whole thing, because the whole book is about like how humans hate and don't treat AI like people. Yeah, it's the they're, Matrix. Because they're not yeah. people. Westworld. So, yeah. It's all Westworld. It is Westworld. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this point, I don't really see the. I mean, I don't. I don't see why they would. They're just robots. I don't like that this book is a $5 book. Ew. 
it seems know. like there's maybe what an extra five pages because there's a whole bunch of uh, ads. There's in a this. lot of splash pages so, too. Yeah. So the the art is oh the art's very it, nice. As goofy as those gears are, I do think the art is very nice oh, looking in this book. The art's like, phenomenal. They, they definitely spent some time, yes. like making sure everything at least looked as nice as it could, mm-hmm. which is part of the medium. I'm I'm very I I could deal with bad any you know bad I will writing. Give it and I give good like panel layout too. It yes. did. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are some things this book does very very well for being for me for being an Iron Man book. It's just the story overall. I I don't care about reading any more of this. I really hope one of you guys does. One of you can tell me what happens in it. <laughs> or, or heck, if a customer keeps reading, like, I, I'm going to ask every person who buys number two in front of me to come back and tell me how it was. Because I don't want to have to sit through more of this wordy, boring stuff. I will probably not read it because I am historically not the audience for Iron Man. Same. I never have been. Mm-hmm. I even I even, I even, even gave it all the way to 12 issues with slots run. Yeah. yeah it was okay. it, Just because it was slot. But it was slot. It was yeah. okay. I am... Since I was a kid, I am never here for Iron Man. It's just never the kind of thing. If I want to read RoboCop, I'll just go read RoboCop. (laughs) (laughs) For me, it's if I want to read Douchebag Womanizer. I'll read Doctor Strange. I'll go read Doctor Strange who has charm. (laughs) Or or I will just watch Robert Downey Jr. do it because in the the movies, it's infinitely better. Or you can do the original Ant-Man. No, I I can just read Tony Stark in other books. He's fine in stereotypical small doses. Yeah. Like, just doing what he does best, being a douche. Plus, I never liked any of the Arno stuff. Every every time they bring Arno up, every, like, eight to ten years, I'm like, no, stop it. Why are you doing this? I, I do love that his name is Arno because that's just so, like, 90s thinking what 2020 names would be. Even mm-hmm. though now it's, like, Apple. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a writer who couldn't think of a better name than Anthony Stark, so he thought of Arno, Arno instead, yeah, which exactly. is almost the same. Like yep. a, I will admit, I kind of like that... Even in death, Tony Stark's AIs are gonna fuck up humanity. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's even it's him. It's an AI of him, and he's still like, we need to mess around with these humans and like, you know, be terrorists. That's that's Tony Stark's that's, programming. That's I know his Tony own programming. I know. <laughs> also, fuck Machine Man. He's like the worst villain. I've never uh, heard no, of Machine no, Man. No, before no, no. This issue. He is not the worst villain. He's phenomenal. Keep him in everything. Man. I want him to be everywhere. And then like the whole like teasing of Jocasta. I'm like, oh. Every time they said Jocasta, I was like, oh, oh, is this happening? Are we going to see her? Is this, is you this kind of see her. Yeah. Uh, the hologram he's holding. Yeah. Is yeah. Well, and you see Janet. So. Is that you see Janet. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Which I must, I, I thought that that's the real Janet, but. Okay, so rating of this book, what would you guys say it was? The art was good. I'll give it a sizzle for the art. I'm going to go with, um, if its business was crispy, uh, it would be out of business. <laughs> <laughs> it gives a really nice timeline of Arno Stark, and it also gives you some beautiful art. So, like, this would be like if you tried to cook a chocolate chip cookie in your car, and you don't live in Florida, and you put it on a baking thing, and you live you, you live in like the Midwest somewhere. <laughs> At the right month, this might be okay. But that cookie's not sizzling. That cookie's not cooking. There's nothing hot about that cookie. It's not ever going to get quick crispy. So it's just not. It's raw dough is what you're saying. This is raw. This is raw dough. (laughs) How's all the parts? It 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 could be good. It's just not there yet. Actually, you know what? No, no, no. Because this also has a bad base. This is like making a chocolate chip raisin cookie. (laughs) (gasps) I'll give you my... I have revised my rating. I got the perfect description for it. This book is the steak fajita platter at Friday's. They bring it to you. The pan's so fucking hot, 
but yet only one of your pieces of steak is even actually sizzling. Somehow, all the peppers, potatoes, and steak on it are still somehow cold. But there's that one piece, that piece we call the art. <laughs> At least um, that one is sizzling. I do like the timeline. The timeline, I agree, Joe. Yeah, uh, the timeline gives it points. Although I will you say, got one part of your mashed potatoes sizzling too. But the timeline, no, that you so stole that off of somebody else's plate because this is House and Powers of X. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> you a stole, tortilla. You, you stole. You stole your. Uh, your it's the hot tortilla. It's a hot tortilla. Yeah. No, no, no. You stole your. Um, you stole your. Um, your dates French fry because you're like, oh, that looks really good. <laughs> it's House of Powers timeline, but not as cool. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Arno can't be cool. That's like I and I. You know what? Upon further thinking about this, I actually feel kind of bad for hating it as much as I do. Don't because I feel no. like it's just it was. It never had a chance. This never had a chance. Exactly. Yeah. So why make it and especially be a five dollar book? But whatever. Okay, Let's get right, over this. Right, okay. <laughs> moving on from Iron not Man. Not sizzling. Not sizzling. Can't see straight. Twenty twenty. Uh, <laughs> and move on to our new segments. Crunch. <laughs> Man, you just just eating that news segment. Take a up. bite out of the news. Yeah. Crunch. Crunch. It's crunch. Uh, <laughs> you guys can't get me for copyright now, brands. I did it weird. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, well, speaking of brands, uh, Fox has been officially killed off. Uh, Disney changed its 20th Century Fox to just 20th Century Studios, and Fox search, like Searchlight Pictures to just Searchlight Pictures. I don't look at it as killed off. I look <laughs> at it as returning to the way it used to be. Because back in the 30s, it was Fox Studios and 20th Century Studios. Yeah, and then they combined. I them, just feel like yeah. Disney's like we want. We were only ever really buying the original studio. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know it. I saw that. What's interesting about that is it's going to be a weird year for Disney, too, because last year, so apparently the six months the deal was being worked on, mm-hmm. Fox greenlit and put into production a record amount of production for the studio. They had oh. to start. They started releasing them last year uh, because as per the deal, Disney couldn't cancel any productions. They had to let them all go through if they had started. Mm-hmm. Um, but last year, Disney did not have to report any of Fox's movies on their earnings report. Okay. This year they do, and this year it's almost 30 productions Oof. via TV and or movie Ooh. coming out this year that Disney has to put out. And this year, legally, they had to report them as on part of Disney's earning reports. Oh. That's going to be very odd. Well, that also explains the uh, the Marvel in front of New Mutants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in association with. Yeah. Um, but so I find that very uh, – although they're – I'm sure they're not happy about – the Fox portion of it, but Disney is hoping to get as many awards next year out of the Searchlight brand. Yeah. You know what? Disney, I, I think it doesn't even matter because Disney's still going to make so much stupid money off of this. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's crazy. They'll make yeah. money off of just getting them canceled. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, all right, cool. And then uh, next bit of news. Uh, I thought this was just funny. Uh, the synopsis of the series finale of The Good Place was, uh, was released, and uh, it's very descriptive. It says... Various conversations occur between various groups of people. (laughs) (laughs) It's perfect Uh, for the good place. That's what you got to do. Yep. (laughs) I hope it focuses around clam chowder. (laughs) (laughs) I hope there's a lot of clam chowder talk. I'm going to be so sad. And some shrimp. Yeah, I think it ends on the 30th, January 30th. I hope Ariana Grande comes back into it. (laughs) (laughs) I just want the first episode, the last episode would be the same as the first episode. Oh, that'd be hilarious. (laughs) Like it all just starts again. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would be like, I would just like to see specifically Jason's heaven. 
Uh, like, oh my god! It's you know what, you know what it is. It's a club just, in Daytona. Yeah, that's a beach, an open air, fucking beach club in Daytona that has sand on the floor on the inside, and no one wears shoes. That is Jason's I heaven. Know. You forgot the jet skis in the back. The jet skis in the background. <laughs> Mountains of drugs. Mountains <laughs> of <So> drugs. <laughs> and he and got, he's the DJ. Yeah. He's the DJ as well as star break dancer. Yes. And he got that way because his uh, robbery actually seceded and he brought his <laughs> friend with them. <laughs> that actor in real life is sweet as hell. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's really so a nice amazing. dude. He apparently was up for um, one of the names for Shang-Chi. <laughs> yeah. But like he kind of turned it down just because he's like, uh... I did this show for a while. I need like a year break. And I, well, it goes in production here, and he's like, "I don't, I don't, I can't see him uh, either muscling up or or fighting up in order to be fight ready." You know what I mean? I agree with you, but mm-hmm. I also don't know what I'm talking about because there's a lot of people I couldn't see. Fair enough. And then so Marvel true. went money, and they suddenly these brick shit houses walk out. <laughs> like, I would never thought I'd look at Paul Rudd. I've always found Paul Rudd attractive, but I've never found Paul Rudd, like, muscular, sexy attractive. I'm always mm-hmm. like, you're attractive like I could attain you. Yeah. <laughs> then Ant-Man happened. But, yeah. Well, never I mean, mind. Parks Fine. and Rec, uh, you had... Um... He mu- To be fair, he muscled up for okay. a different movie. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, Zero Dark Thirties when he started that. Oh, okay. And then when he got I Gar- that was a movie. Uh, Star-Lord, he kind of just kept it going. But oh, it was a pretty okay movie. Oh, okay. Well, same thing with the uh, the other dude, um, uh, Ninjani. I think that's his name. Uh, where he... Oh, come on, Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. Where he was just like, oh, yeah, oh. I have an entire year of somebody paying me to do this and the best everything. And, uh, and yeah, look at me. It's like, holy crap. That's why I'm curious <laughs> about Simu Liu because he was already jacked. Jacked as shit. Yeah. Like on Kim's Convenience, that oh, was kind was of his point. Hot. Exactly. So, like, we've already said it. So, I'm just like, what will you do, sir? Exactly. <laughs> Although, I think it'll be the most muscular we'll ever see Aquafina. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because she apparently has a fighting room. She's training. Yeah, she's posting that she's training for it. And I'm like, that's very funny because. All of this year, we're going to see Nora from Queens. Exactly. Yeah. We are a lazy ass, like millennial, sloppy person. And then mm-hmm. we're going to see you in like Shang-Chi, just like busting out a bicep where we didn't even know you had one. Because <laughs> if she gets in the same shape as like um, Evangeline Lilly. Mm-hmm. Oh. Or even um, Colleen Wing. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I love, I love I her. She was great. I miss Man. her. She is an, a lot of the Netflix shows that we're not going to get back, even if Disney does bring the actors back which there's rumor they can't bring the content back she's one of the ones her and Misty I'm so sad to lose yes Typhoid Mary specifically those two and as much as I love Luke Cage I think they could probably cast somebody else as Luke Cage but I still like him a lot I like him I can't see him upgrading to a movie yeah okay yeah I see what you mean I I like Mike Coulter a lot yeah could they? Yeah. I would. I would prefer Morris Chestnut do you think they would do movies or do you think they would just put them on the Disney Plus I feel like you could with some of them. I feel so, like you could do both. Like, like Daredevil can always be a movie. Ooh. Yeah, I could also see a Menadiel from uh, Lucifer. Yeah, <gasps> yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> he would be great. <laughs> he would be so good. Yeah, he would be awesome. Uh, but yeah, so that will do it for that. Uh, and then you know, speaking of Netflix, uh, good news, everyone. Apparently, Ooh, good on, news. on uh, on Facebook, uh, Netflix <laughs> got access to all twenty one Studio Ghibli films. Uh, but you know, bad news for anybody who can read. Um, it's for everyone. It's for everywhere but the U.S. and Japan. Carlos, he's uh, looking at you. <laughs> he saw you share it on oh, Facebook, damn. Carlos. Brian just attacked you. Why did you just come for him like that, Brian? Because listen, 
too many people share stuff off of headlines or from the first 30 seconds of a video. Like you have to like well, look you know, into it. As soon as I saw the articles, I saw it on CBR yeah. because I remember we already covered it. I'm like, well, let me read this because I already know HBO got them from yeah, the US. Yeah, I said the same thing when I saw it this morning. I was like, oh, that can't be for that here. That can't be real. And then, yo, no, it is real just for everywhere but here in Japan because as, as we mentioned in a previous podcast, HBO Max has the rights to them here. And uh, in Chip, in Japan, they have a completely separate streaming yep. deal with whatever whoever has it over there. It's SoftBank. Oh, SoftBank. Because yeah. yeah, of course it's of course SoftBank. It's SoftBank. <laughs> Everything is SoftBank is the Google. Yeah, of so, Japan. So, but I mean, if you have like a VPN or something like yep. that, you could totally get it. But that's but, but that's with everything though. That's how I'll be watching Picard. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I watch Hocus Pocus on Netflix because I'm too lazy to put the disc in. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah. So, good news if you're anywhere but the U.S. We have our friend who lives in, in South America. Good for you. Good for you, sir. Good for you. <laughs> you <laughs> finally everybody... can never, ever, ever watch The Wind Rises or Arietti. Ever. <laughs> or Tales of Earthsea. Fuck that movie. Up on Poppy Hill wasn't super great either. Also, fuck that. Yes. And... No. And Ponyo. I hate I don't, that movie. I don't, I see, I don't hate that movie. I just don't care. I'll that just go watch sucks. Little Mermaid. Yeah. That movie sucks. Hate Ponyo. <laughs> movie sucks. But watch Porco Rosso. <laughs> Laputa, I guess, on this guy. And the cat returns. Just because it's fucking weird. Princess Mononoke. Yeah. Such a good movie. Get yourself some big nut love and watch Pompoko. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. All right. And then, uh, Anthony, you got us some Patrick Stewart news. So, Patrick Stewart did a little interview. Obviously, he's doing the press round because Picard is like right Right now. Yeah. I think it's, is it next week? It's before, I know it's in January. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I'll be watching it illegally anyways. <laughs> I'm not paying for CBS All Access. Um, the interviewer brought up to him at some point, uh, would you ever, re- you know, if if Disney and Marvel would allow you, would you come back as Professor X? And he actually reviewed it. He goes, oh, we actually had talks. Huh. He says, Marvel actually approached me. We talked about it. And he goes, and I'll tell you the truth. If it wasn't for Logan... I would be playing Professor X and whatever they're going to do. Mm. He goes, they were very kind. He goes, it was a great interview. They really wanted me to come back. He's like, but when Hugh and I did Logan, we both kind of made a pact as friends and actors. This was our, us saying goodbye to our characters. Mm-hmm. This was us finishing off our tenure playing them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we played them for over a decade. Yeah. And he's like, this was supposed to be our way of saying goodbye. And now we're goodbye. He goes, so I just feel like it would, Cheapen it. Cheapen it. And I also put so much of my mental thought into while playing that character in Logan of saying goodbye to him. He's like, it'd be weird to then say, hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's and fair. so I it was, that. I thought was pretty cool. I'm like, oh, that's actually fair. I would still like you to come back, but I'm also still pulling for Timothy Oliphant. Oh. <laughs> Ola Fantastic. Well, I think that's an interesting idea because it's been considered how much they're going to want to distance themselves from the X-Men movies that are already there but if you're considering people like Patrick Stewart I mean and I'm sure they're not except, uh, considering everyone I think that <laughs> I Marvel has everyone. now shown with Spider-Man mm-hmm. Far From Home yeah one we are okay with taking the parts that worked yeah. yeah and two we trust our audiences enough to know when it's not the thing that it was mm-hmm. exactly that we can take this from that and they'll know but this is separate i think and i think part of that's marvel having worked so hard over the years because they were trying to like no these films are not those films mm-hmm. that these other companies are putting out yeah. i think that's proof that they're very much like we'll take the pieces that mm-hmm. worked and we'll create the pieces that we didn't like and we trust the audience to know yeah this isn't the same but you know, is there anyone else you'd like them to take 
from the I know everybody loves him, but not Ian McKellen. I, I love Ian McKellen. I loved his Magneto, but that's never been my Magneto. His Magneto in the comic books has always been physically imposing to me. Agreed. I and understand that. Ian McKellen's not. I, I yeah. know I could just one quick shot to the hip and he's done. <laughs> Ian McKellen was was a Magneto for a very specific time. Yes. And it worked mm-hmm. completely well for those Ian movies. McKellen was a Magneto for a time when they weren't sure how much they could swing for the fences in a superhero film. Yeah. Um, I actually say, if you let Fassbender age 10 more years, or <laughs> use makeup, yeah. just dye his hair white, I wouldn't mind him. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I wanted to keep anybody else from the X-Men stuff. I, The pieces I liked, I'm good with go- literally Cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> he can do anything. <laughs> and I don't care Jubilee. what Jubilee. I thought Lana Candor did a really good job, and she I got a, a really unfair shake as Jubilee. Not as unfair as the original Jubilee actor. There. Who is in the lead scenes of all of the original three movies, oh, yeah. but never yeah. in the movie? Yep. I would say Lena Candor, but like, okay. I'm well. okay leaving them all in the past. I totally get why you'd approach Patrick Stewart. Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. I fully yeah. get that. I mean, he, you could argue that he is as much Professor X as he is Jean Luc Picard at this point, yeah. pop culture wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. All right. And then uh, that'll bring us to our last bit of news slash our conversation topic for today because there really hasn't. We didn't watch any movies or anything else like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, well, let's go into it. So, Watchmen will not be getting a season two, Woo! which we we talked about it before, and I actually was I, I'm more than happy with this. I'm fully okay with it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, how about you, Joe? F that! I want to know if she freaking floats or not. <laughs> <laughs> F that, man! <laughs> like, dude, I just want to know. I just want to know what stupid place we were going to go to if she didn't float. See, but I feel like... But then the thing, then it could very easily go into a real stupid place. I know. And I would be so down for that. I don't like Watchmen. This is probably the first Watchmen I've ever liked. (laughs) See, I would rather have that answer to that in like a director's commentary than like in a season two. I would rather Just have that. Me. I'd rather have that answer in my own brain. Yeah, I was say, I would rather I not have the answer at all. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, if I, I if I had to have the answer, yes, because yes, yeah. I do believe Lindenoff uh, when he was talking, when he was still debating whether or not he was going to mm-hmm. come back or not. I think he was saying how um, her floating and her having Doctor Manhattan's powers would be great, uh, but if she didn't, that would be a very interesting um, side story. Yeah. So I think. With him saying side story, I think in my, I think in his brain she does float. She does have yeah. Doctor Manhattan's mm-hmm. powers. But again, who knows? It's well, not going to be finished. At least not not for the not near by future. him. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't traditionally like Lindelof storytelling. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, I feel like his storytelling is always like a really good seed moment, but it's never complete. I think this is the first time in his entire career, I as a viewer, I'm like I feel like I actually did watch his complete vision mm-hmm. come to fruition which is why he said he didn't want to come back and do it. he's like no I, I told my creative vision yeah. i did it and as a person who's seen we've all seen a lot of lindelof stuff because of what we all watch i'm like well i actually agree with you yeah mm-hmm. and for me like i said i said to carlos I'm like, what are we gonna do like follow lady true around like <laughs> follow her around like are we gonna explore the racism more like mm-hmm. i'm okay with it i want a series about lube man <laughs> That's the season two I want. Well, we do know who he is. Yes, because uh, if you look into it, they did have a um, a separate uh, like Wikipedia mm-hmm. for just Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, Wikipedia, and um, and it 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 goes into it where um, uh, Pete was actually let go. 
the, the FBI agent and his manager went in and cleared out his office and there was a whole bunch of, there was like a gallon jug of like canola oil and like all this other stuff. <laughs> so it's actually the other FBI agent, Pete, who, <laughs> who is lube man. <laughs> I love it. Which I still love that they did that on set. Yeah. They built a false road so he could just slide under the thing. But yeah, I, I mean, I will say, hey, I don't want to say this. It's going to put it on the, the ether. I wouldn't mind maybe a quick one-shot comic if you wanted to do a sequel to it. Mm. Yeah, but I need a show. I wouldn't even mind like a like a like an HBO movie, maybe a movie. Yeah, mm. like a you know like a made for TV, not made for. You cinematic. mean like how they should finish off Mine Hunters? Oh man! Please. Oh god, that's right. That's the other thing. Oh god, Mine Hunters isn't going to be coming back for season three. God, no matter how they so try angry. to spin it, I, that, you know, that, I'm going to make that part of this conversation because it's also not coming back. No, but. <laughs> I'm very much differently opinioned about that versus That's so yes. unfair. Yeah. For me, okay, I know it's because of money. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Which is weird because you guys have so much money. Fucking plenty of money. Yeah. Uh, give me one less battle scene in The Witcher. And you show me <laughs> dick, oh anyways. Uh, <laughs> at least finish it off with a movie. Yeah. Like you literally ended at the true real birth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of the behavioral sciences division. Season one, it wasn't the birth. It was just, just them trying to figure out what they were trying to birth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is like the fir- true, real, like, it's it's here. Yeah. Yeah. And they finally, it's like that big triumph. They finally finished their first act. Mm-hmm. It's in, and it's a national triumph. The world, the, yeah. the U.S. watched them do it. Yep. Uh, I'm so pissed. All all those actors did such a great job. Every, every single part of Mindhunters is just... So good. Yeah. yeah. Except for maybe the opening titles, which I skip every time, but whatever. <laughs> They're good, They're but good. once yeah. you've seen them once. That skip button's there for a reason, Jen. <laughs> it's okay. such a weird week no, of conflict. Yeah, I know. You know that. It's such you a weird conflict to be happy that one's not coming back. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and like, not even angry, that makes me disappointed. Yeah. I'm disappointed in both. I, I just need to go on the record. Okay. <laughs> okay. It was funny because uh, Joe, Joe's been rewatching uh, Glee. Because uh, it's been a very long time. Glad. Oh yeah, it had been such a long time. It really so happened. so Joe and we never really finished it. It's like once um, uh, uh, Corey Monolith, whatever the hell his mm-hmm. name is, Finn Monty <laughs> Monolith. I like Monolith better. I'm calling him Corey Monolith. Uh, but uh, going to do come back and get me. Yeah. <laughs> but one, well, once he passed away, uh, Joe and I didn't really watch any more of it, which neither did anybody else. Oh, and it got so bad. And uh, so, but yes. we're like, you know, we're gonna watch. You know, Joe's like, I'm gonna, I want to watch it. She likes all the songs and stuff, whatnot. So we're watching it. Mm-hmm. And so season two comes along, and um, and season so somebody four. Uh, no, 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 for uh, for the mine hunter guy. Oh yeah. So season two comes along, and it's like. Where do I know him from? Yep. There is. That guy has a face, and I know what it is. Yeah. I just can't think of what the hell it is. And then we're like going along, and then Joe's well, just like, well. yeah, then Joe's just like, oh, that's uh, that's mine hunter guy. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. That is. The vocal adrenaline dude is, which I can't believe I was saying, the vocal adrenaline dude <laughs> is from Mindhunter, yeah. the main dude in Mindhunter. I was like, oh. Like it's got this range. is completely different, and it's great also rewatching it because mm-hmm. then you see um, Darren Chris, who is blown up. Yeah. Even though he was very, I thought he was very good in Glee to begin with, but uh, he blew. He's blown up. Uh, you have Supergirl who's in it. You mm-hmm. have Grant Gustan who's yep. uh, Flash that's in it. Aren't they married? I don't know. Are they really? So. Benoist? I don't know. Yeah, Melissa Benoist. 
She's married. Oh, no, I'm not them. I'm sorry. She's married to another Glee cast member. My yeah. bad. Oh, that makes sense. Well, and even in that, you have eventually in Glee, like you had Cheyenne Jackson was in it, who is the yep. Hooded Justice in Watchmen. Yeah. Yep. You've got like a lot of people in early, eh, later Glee too. But and later Glee, yeah. Later Glee, it was you're famous, so you're a cameo. Yes. Whereas early Glee, it was you're not famous yet, mm-hmm. but you will be. Yep. Oh yeah, so it's it's just been kind of like a mind mm-hmm. a mind freak, if you will, uh, seeing all these people. <laughs> I am glad they did the right thing and they released them from their contracts. Yes, yes, yeah, it's a hunters, shame yeah. that it would be a shame it to means hold them what into it, it means. Yeah. Poor Ezra Miller. <laughs> He just can't get out of his slash contract. He's still under contract. Oh God! <laughs> hey, that poor he boy. The, he got the cameo, you know. Oh, and that oh, also by came the way, out. He got <laughs> well, speaking of no, because no, we talked about it last week. Okay. But um, but we found out a little bit more information about it. Uh, he he actually shot that after they had already completed everything. Mm-hmm. They completed mm-hmm. principal filming. They actually were editing it together. And uh, uh, DC called him up. It's like, hey, um, I know you're in uh, wherever you're in, uh, but uh, as we were wondering if you could fit Ezra Miller in, and the guy was like, yeah, like <laughs> it doesn't matter what phase I'm in. If you're going to offer me Ezra Miller and have a flash, you know, thing, we'll do it. So they shot that entire thing and put it in after the And fact. apparently also only Gra- of the cast, oh, yeah. only Grant Gustin knew. Oh, I guess when yeah, they shot like it, it was Grant Gustin, uh, like two grips, a camera operator, director, and a producer. That was an editor. It. Yeah, that was it. Because they okay, were like, "That's really great." Yeah, even uh, like uh, when it when it aired, uh, even uh, Supergirl Melissa, uh, she was just like, "Yo, you knew this?" Yeah, Katie Lutz was like, "We talk." <laughs> like yeah. all of them were commenting on it. Like, yeah, like yo, what the hell, man? <laughs> that's how under wraps is was. That's insane. Speaking of just to, t- to derail, but go b- into that. Uh, Crisis has now apparently caused a lot of issues amongst TV watchers because it has also now not made the DC streaming shows make sense to each other. <laughs> because in Crisis, it says that the Titans universe is one universe and Doom Patrol is its own separate universe. But Doom Patrol showed up. They were premiered in Titans in an episode. And Beast Boy used to be in Doom Patrol. <laughs> Well, that's, that's so just like, a different dimension. That that's in the white spaces, with. man. That's what it is. I forgot that. They, I forgot about that. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. So now people are like, so now can Titans introduce its own cyborg? <laughs> <laughs> Do yeah. it. Let so, that uh, poor man. I mean, at least, you know, Ezra Miller's got a contract. Cyborg over here is just. <laughs> Floundering. Fla- oh, it's so <laughs> unfair. Poor Ray Fisher. Yeah. He's, he deserves he deserved, more than so many other people in that movie. I, I, I really did like Aquaman. Uh-huh. But if I had to pick, even this is in hindsight, having still seen Aquaman, mm-hmm. Ray Fisher did such a good job as Cyborg. I would have preferred to see a solo movie from him before Aquaman. And I enjoyed Aquaman. Yes. Yeah. Phrases I thought I'd never think as well. Same. Yeah. I, mean, I don't like Cyborg. I've he, never cared. And we don't, we don't, he was f- so phenomenal. I still don't. I like that actor. Yeah. Like, if you can do that through that shit CGI. <laughs> and then we also don't really care about Aquaman. No. But both of those are just like, yeah, we, we'll see another movie from them. That's yeah, cool. I'd watch that. Because yeah. you know, please they, make Jane Wan, James Wan, uh, directing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's the uh, Fish and the Furious. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, well, let's. Uh, well, go for it, Jane. I can see. I would enjoy like a um, buddy. <laughs> shoot. Fly, oh, okay, never mind. Oh, Flash Don't. Cyborg. Flash Cyborg. I'd watch that. I would watch the heck out of that. They had great chemistry together. Yeah, I was they not impressed like by friends. Ezra Miller's Flash, but I actually liked him in his scenes. With, with Cyborg. Ezra, with, with Cyborg, with Ray Fisher, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Everybody yeah. was good with Cyborg. Cyborg yeah. was the best part of that movie. Well, having yeah. now watched it, and I've seen Ray Fisher in a couple other things now, and I've realized I think Ray Fisher just has chemistry 
Oh, yeah. I feel like he's like The Rock. Like, mm-hmm. The Rock does have natural chemistry with everybody he's on screen with. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that's also Ray Fisher. Just, oh, I'll give you what you give me. Mm-hmm. So if you want this to be good, give me good shit. I'll give it back to you. Exactly. So, yeah. All right. Well, uh, this uh, last bit of news slash conversation was a whole lot of news and a whole lot of conversation <laughs> about different things. So uh, we'll end the episode here. Off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck uh, you, Netflix. Bring back my, my hunter. <laughs> And, you know, you have all this Ghibli films, but it's not here. Uh, so, yeah, that'll do it for this week's episode. Um, as always, we record live upstairs inside of Tate's Comics, powered Woo! by friends of 2000 Brigade. Uh, <laughs> Spoon. Yeah, I know. I was like, man, I was like a wolf. I don't know what the hell that was. Uh, and then you can also find us online at Crispy Business Podcast on The Graham. The Graham. The Grahams. And uh, you can always find our sister podcast, which is all about video games, Taste of Dragons. Uh, And yeah, as always, my name is Brian. I'm Anthony. I'm Jen. I'm Joe. Have a great week, everyone. Boom. Boom Booity boom. Sizzle, 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 sizzle. sizzle. That's my boom. That's 2020.